Anna's first night in her new town was wrapped in an ethereal coolness, almost as if the evening air held secrets of its own. The moon hung high, casting silvery beams that made the town glow like a realm of dreams. Tired yet restless after the long day of moving, Anna decided a walk would be the perfect way to acclimate herself with the maze of streets that crisscrossed this unfamiliar place. Her footsteps made soft echoes as she traversed the labyrinthine streets. The town was older than the places she was used to, its narrow, cobbled streets winding between rows of antique homes. Each house was an intricate tapestry of history, with ivy-covered walls, chimneys puffing out white smoke, and tiled roofs bearing the pattern of time. As Anna wandered deeper into the town's heart, she noticed a sign that read Linden Lane. With no particular destination in mind, she turned onto it, drawn by its quiet allure. At first glance, Linden Lane seemed just like any other, lined with quaint houses that told stories of yesteryears. Glowing softly in the twilight, the streetlights on Linden Lane stood like ancient sentinels. Their lights, though gentle, seemed brighter and more luminous than those of the other streets. The pools of light they cast on the ground painted the cobbled path in shades of amber and gold. But as Anna ventured further, a whisper of unease began to tickle the back of her mind. It started as a mere observation, the houses on Linden Lane, though unique at the entrance, slowly began to bear an uncanny resemblance to one another. The first few homes were distinct, but soon, a pattern emerged. White picket fences stood guard in front of every property, each with precisely the same number of spokes. The blue doors, while beautiful, bore the exact shade, as if painted from the same can. And the number plates, regardless of their placement, carried the same digits. Trying to shake off the growing anxiety, Anna increased her pace. Perhaps it was a quirk of the town, or maybe a local architect with a lack of imagination had designed a section of the street. She hoped a change in scenery would appear just around the next bend. But the sameness persisted. The once charming identical nature of the houses now took a more sinister tone. Every step Anna took seemed to plunge her deeper into a never-ending loop of deja vu. And though she tried to dismiss it, the feeling of being trapped in a surreal dream grew, with Linden Lane's unyielding continuity pulling her further into its enigma. As Anna journeyed further into the endless stretch of Linden Lane, she felt an odd weight around her wrist. Glancing down, her eyes locked onto her wristwatch whose hands remained obstinately at the exact moment she had first set foot onto the perplexing avenue. It was an old heirloom, one that had ticked reliably for generations, never missing a second. But now, in this eerily quiet realm, time seemed to have frozen solid. Lifting her gaze from the watch, she was startled to find that the sky itself bore testament to this temporal anomaly. The canvas above was painted in the hues of twilight, a deep blue, flecked with the first stars of the evening, holding its breath between day and night. The celestial sphere, usually a reliable indicator of time's passage, now seemed trapped in a liminal state, refusing to fade into the velvety darkness of night or brighten with the golden promise of dawn. Growing desperate, Anna sought an escape from this temporal prison. She diverted from the main path of Linden Lane, 
taking turns down narrower alleyways and side streets, hoping they would provide an exit. Each alley was different, some draped in shadows with overgrown ivy creeping along the walls, others illuminated by the soft glow of forgotten lanterns, revealing pathways lined with ancient cobblestones. Yet, regardless of their initial promise, they all betrayed her in the same manner. Like a cruel game, every side path, every twist and turn, looped her back to the very beginning of Linden Lane, as if she was trapped in a spatial Mobius strip. A chilling realization dawned upon Anna, the town's very fabric seemed to have been reconfigured. Streets and landmarks, she had initially passed before reaching Linden Lane had vanished or altered their positions. The once logical layout of the town had morphed into a confounding maze, with Linden Lane acting as its inescapable core. Every effort to flee, every desperate attempt to find another way out, only intensified her captivity. The entrance, or was it the exit? Of Linden Lane seemed to mock her, presenting itself over and over again, no matter the direction she chose. The town's transformed topography ensured that all paths, inevitably and unyieldingly, led back to the very street she desperately sought to escape. Amidst the growing panic and confusion, Anna began to sense that she wasn't entirely alone on Linden Lane. Her instincts sharpened by the eerie atmosphere, she started to detect faint, almost imperceptible movements behind the curtained windows of the houses. Hesitating, she stopped in front of one of the homes and focused intently. It was then that she truly saw them, dark silhouettes stationed like statues behind the glass panes. Their forms were clearly discernible, adults in various stances, some standing upright, some seated, but all with their gaze directed unwaveringly outside. These silent watchers, devoid of any discernible emotion or intent, followed Anna's every move, their stares piercing and unblinking. Every window she passed bore the same scene, each silhouette mirroring the motionlessness of the other. The creepiness escalated as Anna ventured further. She could now see children in the front yards of the houses. At first glance, their presence was almost a relief, a sign of life and activity. But as she observed closer, Anna realized their movements were far from natural. The children seemed locked in a loop of the same action, repeated ad infinitum. A boy, with his hair falling into his eyes, stood under the glow of a street lamp, throwing a ball straight up into the air and catching it with mechanical precision, the ball never veering off course. Nearby, a girl with braided hair and a dress that fluttered in a non-existent wind, jumped rope. But Anna's heart skipped a beat when she noticed the peculiarity, the girl's feet never made contact with the ground. Instead, she hovered ever so slightly above it, her jump rope moving through the air in slow, hypnotic circles. These childlike phantoms paid no attention to Anna's presence. They seemed entirely engrossed in their never-ending routines, unresponsive to their surroundings, and oblivious to the world beyond Linden Lane. Their ghostly repetitiveness, combined with the unyielding gaze of the silent watchers, added another layer of haunting strangeness to the street. Anna felt as though she was caught in a twisted theater production, with the entire cast stuck in a moment of time, and she, the unwilling audience, trapped in their never-ending show. Anna's heart raced, pounding loudly in her ears, 
each beat echoing the rising crescendo of her panic. The ever-watchful eyes from the houses, the perpetual twilight, and the undying repetitiveness, it all became too much to bear. A primal instinct to flee from the inexplicable horror overpowered her. Without a second thought, she began to sprint, hoping to outrun the suffocating confines of Linden Lane. With each step, the world around her began to distort. The houses that lined Linden Lane, once clear and distinct, now blurred into an undulating smear of colors and shapes. Their distinct features dissolved into a mess of whites, blues, and shadows rendering them into a single, continuous, and oppressive mural, that spanned the horizon. However, amidst the growing chaos, Anna sensed an alarming change beneath her. The firm cobblestones, which had guided her through the winding lanes of the town, felt strangely unstable. Glancing down, a gasp escaped her lips as she witnessed the once solid ground morph in real time. Cobblestones crumbled away, revealing an ever-expanding sea of sand that seemed hungry for something to anchor to. The transformation was rapid and unyielding. What once felt like hard, reliable ground now shifted and moved beneath her feet, each grain of sand working to pull her deeper into its embrace. The world around Anna became increasingly unstable. With every step, the sand claimed more of her, first her shoes, then her ankles, and inexorably rising, it threatened to consume her completely. The sensation of the encroaching sand was paradoxical, it was both scalding and cold, burning her skin while sending icy tendrils of fear up her spine. Her movements became more labored as she fought against the pull, every step requiring monumental effort. The once straight path of Linden Lane now felt like a desert dune, constantly shifting and changing underfoot. With each passing second, the weight of her predicament pressed heavily upon her. Anna's once resolute determination to escape, was now replaced with a visceral fear of being submerged entirely, of becoming another lost soul in the ever-shifting sands of Linden Lane. Dust motes floated lazily in the dim light filtering through the house's open door. At first glance, the interior seemed to mimic the repetitive architecture of the houses on Linden Lane. However, a second look revealed its uniqueness. Unlike the other homes that sat on the firm plane of the street, this one delved deep into the heart of the earth. As Anna rushed inside, she found herself immediately on a winding staircase that spiraled downwards, almost like the entrance to some subterranean realm. The walls were lined with decaying tapestries and faded paintings of landscapes that seemed worlds apart from Linden Lane. The air grew colder and denser as she descended, her footsteps echoing into the unseen depths below. But she wasn't alone in this vertical journey. The tide of sand, which had relentlessly pursued her outside, now poured into the house behind her, cascading like a waterfall of glittering grains. It seemed sentient, hungry, devouring each tread and handrail, giving the descent an urgency that made Anna's heart beat wildly. The deeper she went, the less distinct her surroundings became. The weak light from the entrance grew distant, and soon, she was navigating through pure, oppressive darkness, with only the distant echoes of the encroaching sandstorm to guide her. The boundary between the staircase and the void it circled became indistinguishable. Then, 
without warning, the stairs ceased to exist. The final step led into emptiness. Anna, taken by surprise, found herself suspended in the void for a brief, weightless moment. Time seemed to stretch, and the ambient noises of the world muted, leaving only the loud thud of her own heartbeat in her ears. And then, gravity took hold. Anna plummeted, her screams absorbed by the cavernous expanse around her. The sensation was both exhilarating and terrifying, like a free fall without an end in sight. And just as suddenly as it began, it stopped. The inky blackness was replaced by a shimmering luminescence. Anna found herself in a realm untouched by the curse of Linden Lane, surrounded by a serene aura of peace. Back on the surface, the house closed its doors, concealing its secrets once again. And though Anna was never seen again on Linden Lane, her legend lived on. On some nights, when the air grows cold and the moon hangs low, residents whisper tales of the brave soul who dared challenge the enigmatic street, and of the mysterious house that offered a passage to another world.